On this episode of the Shaky Town Radio Hour, we talk about the rebirth of cool. We talk about uh, Greg Giraldo, rest in peace, man. We talk about circumcision. Arguments for and arguments against. And arguments kind of neutral. We talk about the new Burbank Comedy Club flappers and try to figure out if it has street cred. I'm frightened by it. I feel like we started yesterday. Dude. Dude. Oh. What was the what was the beginning? Wasn't there some funny things? Did I doubt it. We talk about new planets. Oh yeah, we did. You're doing it all backwards. That's all at the end. It's random. It's random. I'm dude. sorry. I shouldn't back, backseat podcast. We talk about the back door. We do talk about the back door. <laughs> I'm, done, I'm done with this freaking penny whistle is all I'm saying. Oh, I think that's um, enough. That's enough to hook anyone's interest. Uh, yeah. We talk about the chosen people. Yeah, we, we get rather Jewy. Oh, that's right. Right. I'm so glad that we reminded me of this as we close. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We talked a lot about that. Too much. In fact, cut that and this. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Sarah Silverman. <laughs> and we talk about Gene's terminal illness while he's out in the room. What? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Now the cat's out of the bag. God damn it. Is that cat cancer? On the Shaky Town Radio Hour. You're pointing at me. <laughs> the Shaky Town Radio Hour is on the air. I'm Gene George. I'm Brody Foster Hubbard. And I'm MJ Off. Oh, God damn it, Murph. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, sitting with us is, uh, is uh, MJ Off and Meredith. Jennings You hyphen. lucky, lucky person. Do you prefer Meredith or MJ or Mj. I prefer Joe. MJ, that's why I introduced myself with it. Or People might know you. or sweetheart. Chick or baby. Honey. Booby. Or sugar. Bubula. I don't like the way this is going. I think we should start over. You don't know half, you don't know the half of it, no. Um uh uh you known by various nom Things. Detri- I don't even know what phrase that is. I don't know if I could pick any name. I'll have to think about it. But probably something. I call you Meredith. I don't call you MJ. Yeah, I go by MJ though for comedy and for writing. I guess so. Because then people don't a they don't know I'm a chick right away, right? Which is also true in person. But they they don't know I'm a chick right away. And the other thing is my real full name is a goddamn sentence. And it looks pretentious as shit on the screen. It's Meredith Jennings often. And, and everybody thinks I'm married, which I'm not right now. And even if I, even when I was, it was a different name. It's like not even, my parents did this to me. People do not give your children hyphenated names. It is twisted. Is it, it is will it ruin parent, their is, life. Is it the parental names? Did that, is that your mom? And yeah, parents? because they're both possessive as shit. I was like, why don't you just both sign your names and tattoo on my soles of my feet and call they, it a day. They didn't do that? They wanted to. My mom wanted to. My Jewish father was appalled. Oh, well, that's true. Is your mom not Jewish? No. Are we going straight into the Jew stuff? I'm just curious. Hey, look, as someone who is... I am a, a half-breed. As, well, you're not Jewish. Depending no, on... Am I. 
oh god i'm jewish enough for hitler so that's jewish that's enough. what i'm saying no see, or this, me. me too me too that's what i'm saying is, is you're not jewish i am no that's what i'm saying is i am culturally jewish but i am religiously not I'm sorry. Do you keep a ram in your house? What is that? A shofar, you mean? <laughs> Ram's horn? No, no. My grandfather was Jewish. I was raised by my grandfather. But my grandmother, my maternal grandmother, was an Irish Catholic. You know what's fucked up? Is I don't think... Up. I think that Gene doesn't sound very Jewish now. Yeah. And that's what I hate. <laughs> I'm not. But don't. you don't look Jewy. I look Jewish. You look very Jewish. Hey, I don't look oh, that Jewy, sorry, people. Like, you look incredibly Jewy. I look, you know, if there's a good you way look to look. Jewy. I have a Jewy center, is mm-hmm. what I always say. No, but I know that's what I'm saying. Is is you know, I grew up in Reseda when Reseda was very Jewy. Wow, now it's Filipino-y and like Iranian. I can't <laughs> tell what race anybody is or. Whether I I don't know I think Jew counts as a my my father's a hypocrite one year he tells me it's a race the next year he tells me it's a religion and he always changes his mind I feel like it's a race it's because, a religion and a culture but it's kind of racial because you know I I'm yeah, identifiable I is, physically I don't think it is though not anymore I mean not anymore I mean and there's Ashkenazi and and uh, Sephardic and Mizrahi and all that stuff but I thought those were designers well Isaac Mizrahi is he's a Jew now yeah. I think he is. Jews well, Mizrahi Jews are. are I think Jews do like the, shop at Target. Mizrahi Jews are the Asian Jews. All right, I'm so bored that I'm going to tune out of this podcast right now. <laughs> this has been Jew talk. Uh, I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's all I said. I am. Confused. Anyway, Christ, I'm like, it seems like there's really a lot of Jews in Hollywood. You think so? Has anybody else observed that before? Mel Gibson. <laughs> I can't wait to see Mel Gibson's Beaver. And Rick when Sanchez. is that out? Wow, I I didn't know that he made the change. Okay, first of all, I didn't read my. I get my news from Twitter, which right. means that I find out. I extrapolate what's happening in the world from <laughs> snarky comments, you know, belittling or otherwise mocking. Um, whatever figures have done something of note or institution, etc. I cannot tell what the fuck happened with Sanchez though, because the yeah, tweets, you know the tweets are not, yeah, he, well, didn't he, didn't he call, didn't he, didn't he say that CNN was run by Jews? And- he did this. He first, they were talking about John Stewart and he said, John Stewart's a John Stewart. I know because he's on TV. Right. <laughs> Uh, and he called John Stewart a bigot. He said John Stewart is as much as a bigot as the people. Well, he's a Jew lover. <laughs> and that was the thing. Like, You're half right. They were talking. He he got into this whole thing about like, oh, John Stewart. You know, oh, his poor background. Right. Like he he you know, and he basically was starting to talk about how, oh yeah, Jewish people they have it really rough. Yeah, right. Uh huh. And like that was the whole thing. He was being very sarcastic about the plight of the. Well, Jews. he has he has a point. If you're a cunt. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> See, this is the kind of thing. Yeah, this is the whole Jews are in Hollywood and they're all rich. It's like um, my shoe salesman slash aluminum siding salesman grandfather was not a Hollywood mogul. Yeah. Did not, you know, leave a, you know, a house in the Hollywood Hills to his family when he right. died, you know. That there are a prevalent amount of Jewish people in high positions in Hollywood does not mean that... Kikes. They like to be called kikes. The majority of Jewish people are Hollywood folks. <laughs> no, I know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, see, that's, that, that, therein is the, the, the most big, biggest indication of, of, of bigotry. 
is when you generalize like that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you have to be pretty wily to survive any kind of Holocaust. So if you look at a lot of them didn't. That's the thing is all of my relatives in Lodge, Poland did not survive the Holocaust. I'm not talking about your relatives. I'm talking about the good Jews. The good Jews. Oh, zingo. Um, Sing oh. <laughs> wow. Well, because all of my family moved to England in 1904. They they left when the Russians were doing their pogroms. They didn't even stay for... I always forget that you know everything. I'm, uh, I'll am i just take my... It's because I'm a Jew. Right. You don't look like it. I'm not. No, my uncle didn't either. And I don't either, you fucker. I, yeah, I guess I do. You do it. I do. But not like the Sarah Silverman kind. Like, kind of the Sarah Silverman No, kind. she's not sexy. No. I think she's cute. For a Jew. For a Jew. <laughs> yeah, that was implied. Let's leave that, impl- let's leave that oh. implied. Don't make that explicit. Oh, we do have an explicit tag on the iTunes. She is, right. I'll, I'll give her one thing, and she talks about it herself all the time, and that is that she is thin. Like, I, I'm way not... She's kind of normal. Yeah. I wouldn't call her thin. Normal for Los Angeles. I think normal. She just looks like... A, she looks like... This is the thing. Is okay, I, I'm, I'm leaving. Bye. <laughs> She all right, fine. So she's normal for the body. She 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 doesn't have an emaciated model body type. She has a normal body type. She's like a whatever. What is that? Ectomorph. <laughs> Isn't that a like something that? Well, comes I'm off a slimer mes- Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's ectoplasm. All right. Uh, Maybe she's got some ectomorph going. I'm a mesomorph. That's the that's the yeah. Stop. That is not what it means. Well, yeah, isn't that the? It means it builds more. muscle What's more easily endomorph? than other critters. Ectomorph, endomorph, mesomorph. Yeah, yeah. Tends to be muscular. And what's endomorph? You have no bones? That's exomorph, though. Your bones are on the outside. <laughs> I thought endomorph was a form of uh, marijuana. Smoking. Oh, endo- no, that's endomorph. I was thinking about this the other day when uh, enjoying the ballads of Katy Perry. Um, <laughs> That was, that was meant ironically, right? I've, now I've heard a lot of euphemisms for breasts, but I've never heard I thought that was mas- I, thought that was femi- I thought that was female masturbation euphemism. Who? I was enjoying the very the ballads of Katy Perry the other day. I hate Car- Katy Perry right now so much that like I am actually possessing strangers to vomit all over the world as we speak. Like I don't yeah. I don't I have to have a life, so I, I can't be puking all the time. So what I do is I just project psychically <laughs> And every, like, there are drunks right now. It's a, like one in the morning in Ireland, and they are vomiting because of my hatred of Katy Perry. And the, the, the enormous amount of booze that That is, that is coincidental. Yeah. That is incidental. Um, I can't work What out. I want to know is who fucking drinks gin and juice? Okay, go on. I, I used to. Really? People drink gin with juice? I, I, I rarely drink gin That sounds juice, disgusting. Well, I, well, no, here's the thing is, 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 and I don't know, maybe, maybe, I don't know why the, you know, the song is what it is, but I do know that my From stereotypes. I know my experience with drinking gin and juice was when I was younger and broke and we'd have house parties and things like that. And the mixer tended to be, you, someone almost always had orange juice in the house. That is a good story. Gin is cheap. That is I'm a good story. That's a good story. That's that's the reason. No, so you I put that with vodka. Put it with vodka, but gin is already kind of sweet. Gin we didn't right have vodka. Yeah, we don't. Wait. That's the only time I've ever drank gin and juices, but that was the only thing to drink. I've never intentionally. That was before the song. Before there was a cash. It just sounds bad. I I wish that you had a call in number. We do. Six two six sixty six shake. Yeah. <laughs> no one's gonna hear this because we can announce it over Twitter if uh, you want. Sure. <laughs> Dude. I'm on it. Brody's gonna um, do it right now. Why don't we, since we're like ten minutes in, why don't we get in a little bit into the <laughs> oh, background? Oh, at this point, it just seems like no <laughs> fucking reason to do that. 
If ever, if anyone has actually hung in through the whole um, Jew Lacoste that we went Jew through Lacoste. in the beginning, you can just call it the Holocaust. It really applies. More like the hollow cost. Get it? With a- More like holla. Oh my god. Oh my god, that's so bad. Holla. Holla. <laughs> I don't want to be the holla back girl. Oh my god. That's actually like she fucking was saying that in that song. Holla? Yes. And then like sampling in from Fiddler on the Roof. That's another person I'd like to punch right up the cunt is Gwen Stefani. Yeah. Yeah. Although I really enjoy doing karaoke to her songs. <laughs> I, so there's something valuable there. I just, I don't know. Okay, all right, here, first off. <sighs> Everyone, that was a side Meredith. break. Meredith. <laughs> Meredith. Fleep, floop, MJ. Does everyone know that fleep, floop means air quotes? If yes. they've been paying attention. If they're, if, they're, if they're real fans. If they're, what, are, what do we need a shaky? With their shakers. Yeah. If they're townies. <laughs> <laughs> Shaker Townies. Shaky Towners. Are you sponsored by Shakey's? You should no. be. Punch Lunch would be awesome, though. We used to go to Punch Lunch all the time. Anyway. Christ <laughs> almighty. Um, so let's tell you a little bit yeah, about, about Meredith. Meredith. So she is one of my uh, oldest comedy friends. Let's tell you a little bit about MJ. That's also. why I did Fleet Floop. Meredith. Oh, Fleet my God. Floop. You guys must be sitting on the edge of your fucking seats right now. I know I am. She's just some chick. She wandered in. I did. You uh, did literally like wander in. You did wander in. Back today. Uh, there's a grain of truth in that. I did not think that I was, you know, qualified for the front entry. She came in the servant's entrance as befits her Jewish status. Yeah. No, I don't know. Also, I'm just used to the back door action. God, this has just become <laughs> horribly... Talk about self-loathing Jews. I mean, it's just completely anti-Semitic at this point. I loathe everyone. Not just, and also, like, I loathe the people that think I'm not Jewish enough, and the people that think I am Jewish, I possibly loathe more. Yeah, I'm on a bacon and corned beef sandwich now. Ugh. Anyway. I, <laughs> I don't need I don't need me. Anyway, what? I've been kosher since birth. Have you? Yeah. Go, go, go. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, whatever, dude. Meredith is one of my oldest comedy friends. We were in Improv 101 together. Good God. UCB. Is that where we met? I think so. At UCB, at least I thought we were. I thought we used to go out. Did we? <laughs> we might have. I yeah, don't know. Probably not. No, my type two Jewy. God damn it! <laughs> uh, but Meredith is one of my oldest comedy friends, which is why I can give her shit like this, uh, un- unrelenting. This is like pillow talk. Dreams of shit. <laughs> um, she's a, <laughs> she's a writer. She's a, uh, an artiste, a cartoonist, political cartoonist. And I enjoy your drawings. Drawings. She does drawings. Thank a t- you. A Twitterer. That's uh, that's probably most of what I do in life. Is Twitter. Um, <laughs> I'm on Witstream. That's my claim to fame. Witstream. Yes. You're on there, and I'm not. My goal in life is uh, to make Michael Ian Black put me on the blacklist. You know, you will be know. mine. I don't know why. You're on there, and I'm not on there. <laughs> I don't know. I. Definitely think that you is know, Michael Ian Black Jewish? Because I think it's a conspiracy. I don't think he is. No, I he seems like such a nice man. I heard his real name is actually Schwartz. Michael Ian Blackstein. That that his real name is Schwartz. Wait, his name is Schwartz Ian Black. <laughs> <laughs> no, Michael Schwartz Black. Michael Schwartz, and his stage name is Michael Ian Black because Schwartz is German for Black. Yes, yeah, so I know Schwartz. Oh my God. 
I'm just saying. No, that's... Uh... You're so nerdy with your information. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Michael Ian Black fan. Is that your good handle on Twitter? Yes. I anyway, can we just finish this now? <laughs> what, how far in are we? Like 30 minutes? <laughs> no, we're good. All right. Um, anyway, but it's it's a pleasure to have uh, Meredith here. Uh, she is one of my oldest comedy Isn't friends. It? And, um, God, it's not. <laughs> oh, this is dragging. My <laughs> baby is even having a fit over That's true. No, um, uh, and... Uh, uh, We've uh, done stand-up together um, and uh, basically just had been shoulders to cry on and going to shows and making fun of people for years and years. So um, it's uh, good to have you here. Thank you. It's a thrill to be here. Gene George and Brody Hubbard. Thank you. Foster Hubbard. Oh, so pretentious. pretentious really? Name, really? You want to know why? That's why I dropped the whole my no. freaking sentence. Well, my name. dad is Brody Hubbard as well, and I need to do something to differentiate. <gasps> Wait, oh, the, Bro- the Brody Hubbard? <laughs> yeah, you know? You know his word? Um, I've heard of him on this podcast. <laughs> and uh, and Foster, I didn't use the middle name for a long time. It's my mom's maiden name. Well, lucky for you, David Foster Wallace is done using it, so. There you go. I guess you can have it. He does have a lot of footnotes in his songs. <laughs> there's a handout, there's a sheet that gets passed out. How do you sing a footnote? No, the sheet gets passed out. And he holds up a finger. Uh-huh. So people refer to their, it's like. You should probably make a little like. Be a laminated card. Paddle sign that has an asterisk. <laughs> you know, they're, they're the stories behind the songs, yeah, they could, there could definitely be footnotes. You should do it. I think that's multimedia. I will, and instead of like you mean rambling before each song and explaining <laughs> yeah, it, which is what I usually exactly. do during a set. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I, I started using Foster once my grandfather died because he didn't ever have any sons. There was no more Fosters as far as that family line. So I enjoy their freeze. Yes, true story. Foster freeze, Fletcher, uh, where I, I used to live off of in Atwater Village. That is Wait, where. The... Yeah, you know the Fosters freeze. Okay, go, go, go. Everybody knows that. That's where, in front of that Foster's freeze on Fletcher, is where Bruce Willis runs into uh, Marcellus Wallace, where Butch from Pulp Fiction runs into Marcellus Wallace. Played, and, as played by Bruce Willis. Yes, and then Kathy Griffin comes out like, oh my God, are you okay? Right, right, right. That whole scene. Runs into him literally. With I, the would, car, yes. yeah. I would bone Bruce Willis, definitely. So, Foster, is that, you mean like the guy who fathered all those children that need homes? <laughs> exactly. That, yeah, he was a pimp, your grandpa. That's right. He was. God. Foster children. He has everywhere. children all over the place. All over the place. He's the, a regular, um, uh, who's that dude? <laughs> Charlie guy. Chaplin? Big Dick John Dickenstein. Uh, <laughs> the blues guy who had like... Uh, <laughs> was a, see, this is, this, is, this is the quality, this is the quality of improv that UCB has taught me. I, I, pulled, I pulled Big Dick John Dickenstein out. I met a crazy guy the other day that told me his name was Big Dick, Big Dick Daddy. Big Dak? Big Dak yeah. Diddy? So now it just sounds silly. It does sound silly. <laughs> okay, so um, you were talking about me, and then where were we going from there? We went to oh, your grandpa. Dude, I right? have no idea. Um, this shows off the rails. See, other people that you've had on, you can say, like, oh, where to go see their stuff or whatever. I'm going to start posting stand-up videos on my Facebook, which is linked to my Twitter, and uh, my old cartoons that are political. Look, if you plug in MJ often, you get all that shit. Yeah. And if you plug in the long sentence, you get pretentious art. But either way, I just need friends, people. Just please, just write to me. This is kind of a pathetic ball of desperation. I I think I understand my cats. I think I know what they're thinking and saying. (laughs) Like, I have whole conversations. Like, 
<laughs> this is this is turning into the actual version of, of EVMDM dream characters. <laughs> like like sometimes I'll be in my apartment and my cat will look at me and I'll be like, "What?" And there's no one there and then I weep for my future <laughs> or my present or my past. So tell us a little more about that. I'm sorry, I'm stuck in a a, stare, a catatonic stare. Oh, <laughs> do, do, There's do, no do, escape. Wop. So what are you doing? What are you doing now? I'm uh, hawking my wares. And when I'm not a prostitute, I am trying to Dude, sell a series. I'm doing stand-up, and I'm uh, trying to get a couple of pilots to happen. One is looking pretty damn close right now. I've done a lot. I've done that a lot of times, though. And then I do freelance script writing. I'm doing, like, my usual mixed assortment, you know, of um, design and cartooning and writing and uh, and stand-up. I've actually been having a lot of fun with it, and I'm doing more and more stand-up, and that's where that's where my tiny black heart is. What, uh, where, where have you been doing sets lately? Um, my bathroom, the kitchen, they're, like, the porch... Um, the cats give you good notes on that. In my car, no, they're assholes. They don't. They're just dumb. They're like totally lowbrow. I heard. I heard. They're they just were, into pussy jokes. I heard they were heckling you. I heard one took a shit right in front of you. That was. How did you hear that? It gets around, dude. God damn. It's a small town. Are you following my cat's tweet feeds? That would be so sad. I'm not doing that. I'm that just would be funny though. Um, where I can't I say who I heard that from. Right. <laughs> was what. Did one of the voices in my head tell you that? <laughs> I'm not talking about that. Uh, you know, I don't remember. A couple of restaurants around town that are starting up new things and, like, the you know, um, all these open mics and shit like that. Yeah. And I did a couple of actually, actually like, booked gigs so far. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time. But it's going. it's been going smashingly well. Um, yeah. And... And I can't. And I have a manager. And what? Wow. What? And um, what? Yeah, I suck a lot of cock. You know. How's that work? So, I mean, I know how the sucking <laughs> cock works, but. Yeah, well, you know, you know, you hold a mic all the time. You get it's like, they're saying? interchangeable to uh, me. Sometimes when I'm up on stage, I'll accidentally start sucking the mic. <laughs> it is awkward. No wonder it's going swimmingly. Is yeah. that more awkward than accidentally starting to tell? No, it's, it's, <laughs> no, that's that's easier to back out of. Actually, you know, <laughs> is this thing on? La 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 penis. So you've been doing some. Uh, we were talking about this off the mic. Uh, my baby is having some sort of. Your baby wants on the mic. Oh, I'm gonna go check on the baby. Now that Jean's out of the room. Oh, thank God, <laughs> Brody. I don't understand why we have to meet like this. You I know? know, I know. It's just it just seems like third wheel. You know what I mean? I know it's your podcast together, but still. But it's really mine. I, mean, I know. My, my we just got business cards, and my name comes first, and it's for a good reason. Has anybody told Jean yet that he is dying? No. No, I think he might have, um, he might be guessing at it. He might kind of have an inkling, but you know, we just talk him out of it. So he still thinks that tumor is just weight gain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and some days, you know, it's like, oh, it's just something you ate today. It's just, you know. Right, right, all over your shoulders. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Well, hopefully it'll be over with soon. God, I hope so. <laughs> so um, we should, uh, that's his laptop, right? I'll... Are you, t- you going to yeah. do yeah, dibs okay. on all that? Because I, I, I'll buy it off you. I, I just 
I slipped a little money to the lawyer. He put it in the. Well. He has a lawyer. He's doing better than I thought. Yeah. Well, you know, he is Jewish. Right. Right. Gross. Right. That was awkward. That whole. <laughs> if I was really Jewish, I would be so grossed out right now. I mean, thank God I'm not. But I really can't believe you said I looked it though. I mean, yeah. I don't have a fucking beak. You know he's, what I'm saying? He's projecting. Projecting? He's projecting. Maybe it's the maybe it's the cancer. It could be too. It could just be delusion. Yeah, it could be just spreading into his. Because he also has, um, what is it that causes the sponge-like holes throughout the brain? Uh, too much television. (laughs) That does it. Yeah. You know about pika, huh? No, I've heard of it before. I've not heard of. I've heard of eating dirt. I've not heard of eating soap. I want pika. I wonder if I can develop it. You know? Yeah. Like, I think it's so cool to have a... First of all, why is that a disease? Right. Right? Like, just because you eat soap doesn't mean it's a disease. That's like saying that having a problem with alcohol is a disease. (laughs) You know? Right, right. It's like, just put it down. What the hell? Right? (laughs) Or, like, drug, quote-unquote, addiction. You know, like, honestly, I mean, I'm not an addict myself mm. i've definitely had problems with the drink and for me it was what, a... like spilling and <laughs> well that too um... Run, running out oh i've had i've had that <laughs> yeah, had that yeah, one yeah that one sucks i i do feel bad because on one hand i i was able to stop drinking problematically and now i can drink socially and like good you know not you know what there is like a whole world of people that apparently want to tip their hat to you <laughs> if you have achieved that. You should go right. and speak at their their gatherings. Uh, hey, Jean. Hello. Welcome. Back to your own recording studio. Bye-bye. But, Bye. And so, yeah, I, I, I recognize that people have addictions and, and serious problems with it where programs and working the steps and stuff helps. And for me, it was just, hey, I need to cut this shit out or yeah, and things will happen. I see, cut that's, this shit out. And that's one step. And that's what I keep trying to tell people. Like, t- that is 11 less steps Stop drinking. than all of the people <laughs> are dealing with. I don't right, know. Right. You, maybe you should start your own program. It'd be like... Because that's like uh, three-minute abs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why would I do And you don't have hours? to get up the drink. Exactly. You just have to do it less. Right. Or, you know... Just stop drinking so much. It's not so just the drinking that's the problem. It's the driving and the sleeping around and the you right. know, other things that you're doing while, while you're on the drink. Keep drinking. Stop ruining your life. <laughs> exactly. That's the slogan. Done. That is the slogan. BA. I, I think it's another podcast. But, but One yeah. step. But no, seriously though, But I, because I can't relate to it, I, I don't... What, uh, you can't relate to Alcoholics Anonymous? No, no. I mean, I can't relate to having an addictive personality. I can't relate to having an addictive personality. I can relate to like being impulsive and being overdoing things, and then I just learn to curb that, and then I'm fine. But I recognize the fact that some people have a problem with that, and so I'm not not saying you're judging them, but I'm saying I'm. I definitely don't judge. Yeah, like having an uncontrollable need to do something. I have that about being awesome. Yeah. It's like, I can't help it. I but can't we, stop. That's, that's why this is not a podcast. This is an intervention. <laughs> you to, said that before we got on the mic. We, <laughs> we need to say, don't see. They might, I want people to think that this is... I can't believe you're drinking this shit. It's so nasty. It's delicious. Dr. Pepper is made of... People. Dried up 
doctors. Bull testicles. I don't know what this. It's actually made of prunes. No, it's, it's like not, poop actually. juice. There's no prunes in it. Uh, it says right here, carbonated no water, prunes. caramel color, prunes, more prunes, nope. lots more prunes no. than Jean George ever no. thought. Natural and artificial no. flavors, no. benzate preservative prunes, canned by a member of the Prune Coalition. You can really taste the phenolketon <laughs> of Atlanta, Georgia. Is that my wife coming back? Doctor, now, now that the baby has had her fit. I don't um, know. My, my biggest problem with Alcoholics Anonymous in general is all those weepy fucking chain smoking coffee. No, I'm just. Um, is, is I, <laughs> it's I, all I my always, fucking ex girlfriends. I, uh, exactly. I can't, can't run, can't go to any AA meeting without running into a dozen of those. Um, is, uh, is, is, I, I always, I always took, I always took exception to the, um, to the whole, um, high power. Not higher power, actually. Um, saying you're powerless, saying you're totally powerless. Uh, higher power too, but but first off, it's like I believe that you you do have the power to change, and and masking it to me seems ridiculous to me. I mean, I, I get how it works within the framework of the twelve step program, but um, admitting you have a problem is not the same as saying I'm completely a, I'm a complete wet noodle that oh there's a beer and I gotta put it in my body, you know. It's like and and um, and uh, feel free to send me hate mail on this because I'm not gonna read it. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, to, to me, that's, that's, that really pussifies the whole thing, you know, pussifies. It, it yes. really does make it like, you, you I just hate God. I, and, I, you can't, I can't, especially for not existing. <laughs> yeah. I can't, yeah, I can't, I can't work up that much energy on it, but <laughs> that's really my only, honestly, that's really, science. that's really my only beef with the Lord is, is not his continued lack of the not. Right. The not being, hey, we got a new planet. We do. I am very excited oh, about oh, this. Oh, yeah, yeah, extra solar planet. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to dodge the 12-step thing, except for that I've already said my piece. One step, keep it simple, yeah. you know? Um, don't drink. Don't be an asshole. Well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And I, I am being absolutely not at all hypocritical in this stance. <laughs> um, well, yeah. I, I mean, I just want to, like, again, say for the record, like, I, even though I don't have... That problem, I recognize others might, and I couldn't. So yeah, I don't know. So is it a disease? I don't know. Like, oh, I don't think we're here to debate that. What What the fuck did I come here for? <laughs> I thought I got it. I have an actually embossed invitation here that says we are here to MJ often come to Gene George's house on whatever the fucking date is today, <laughs> and etc. Only improvised well and funny. We're dropping and it's on the fourth, so let's pretend it's the fourth. Oh, on the fourth. Oh, Mondays. This actually, is. That's one of did my you know parts. that we're capable of time travel in this podcast? That's yeah, actually amazing. one of my favorite parts of the Pod F Tomcast is the episode numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Episode three. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was the Pod F Tomcast portion of the show. Yeah. Um. You're yeah. Do you have like a body pillow with a, Paul, with a print Tompkins. of Paul F. Tompkins on the case? No. <laughs> you should. I'm going to make you one of those. <laughs> I like him. I don't like like him. You sounded like him just then. I do. That's the thing is I sound like my... I, I saw James Adomian practicing for his uh, getting ready to go on tour, and he does a mean Eddie Pepitone, that boy. Yeah. yeah. I, I've heard the Pepitone impression. In fact, I think that should be his whole act. You know, <laughs> I think... Just be Eddie Pepitone. You know, I think... I <laughs> yeah, think, just I, call himself I Eddie think, Pepitone 2. <laughs> the Revenge of the Pep. I, I, I think... Um, 
I think uh, <laughs> I think um, I have no idea what I think because you could I do like a one man. Oh, I know. You know what I think? Broadway. I think James Adomian. I think James Adomian really should start doing more of those impressions in his act because he's really good at it. I think he should too. I mean, I think you're being facetious, but... I am being facetious, because that's all I ever see him do. Poor guy. I went to this... Uh, James is awesomely talented. Is we awesomely all know this. Talented. I went to his practice at Meltdown, and there was like three people there. And what? It was like a. It was just like a oh. off night and whatever. But um, he powered through, and it was awesome. Like, it was for, just for really, those of you... And Eddie was there, and yeah. it was like tons of Van Eddie in person. Yeah, Van Who the fuck do you think I'm talking about? <laughs> um... For those of you who may Pay not attention. know, uh, James Domian is a very, very talented um, comedian and impressionist, and he um, he's done stuff on. He was on Last Comic Standing this season. Um, he done stuff at UCB. He's uh, on funny, Comedy Death Ray Radio. Com- all the time. Comedy Death Ray Radio all the time. Funny or Die. Yeah, he's a hell of an impersonator. Um, he yeah. and he's a great actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I recognized him in the worst makeup ever in uh, Harold and Kumar Smoke. With the president or whatever the fuck, like with the Guantanamo Bay. Yeah, I was. I recognized it from I like from his better. from his voice, but that was some god awful makeup. Work. I, I haven't seen either of those seminal pieces of comedy. I think that he should. Well, you know, this is the kind of thing that I let roll on Netflix when I'm vacuuming. But see, Netflix means <laughs> Netflix means you actually had to choose it. No, I have a queue that just, you know, cycles through. And I did to, put it in put because Molly Ackerman is my friend and former neighbor, and her tits are in that movie. So uh-huh. I had to see that, yes. But her not her actual eye. She later went on to play uh, the lead chick in Watchmen, which I haven't seen. It kind of sucks. She kind of sucks. No it? way. Yeah, it does. No way, really? Yeah, yeah. But she's so hot. I don't think she's all that hot. Either. She is. She is. All right, let's she move on. She may be hot in real life. No, come on. on. Let's talk about how hot she is. Oh, God. But you're just being irrational. That's like arguing about whether or not the Holocaust happened, which it obviously didn't. So can That's we just right. keep keep Let's it moving? Move on. Keep it moving. Move on. No, because I have this. I have. I think maybe it's growing up in LA too, because everyone's like, "Oh my God, she's so hot," and I'm like, "She's Swedish, dude. Yes, yeah, Swedish chicks are all right." <laughs> she was uh, one of the good parts. Is she of, actually Swedish? Um, yeah. Couples retreat. And that's for, for me to oh. keep any praise on couples retreat took a lot. I have spend. not seen that. I couldn't as much as I like that girl. I couldn't bring myself to see that movie. Is she from no. Sweden? Sweden? Yeah. Oh, she's not of Swedish so, yeah. descent. No, she was like a model since she was a little little kid, and yeah, she's an import, I believe. That was <laughs> always cost more at the record store. I know, right? Because they're rare. Yeah, harder to come by. Um, what the hell is going on? In, in the general? world. Did you answer the Sanchez thing? See, if I was uh, a faster mind, it would this. be like circling back and staying on track. But when it's 15 minutes later, right. not so much. No, I think we covered what Sanchez did. He was basically making... Big, yeah. He's saying he was he was saying that John Stewart's a bigot and revealing his bigotry. But big he's trait. Latino. So... It doesn't give him a pass. No, I'm not saying he gives him a pass. I'm just saying I'm not... Oh, you're saying that's what those filthy Mexicans do. I'm saying, oh, I, I'm saying you will never... Brody. This is uh, what I'm saying. Brody, that's fucked up. God damn it, Brody. In a country that... Is crawling with them. That, <laughs> no. Oh. In, a, in a country that favors whiteness, you'll never hear me call a person of color a racist, because that's like calling a woman a sexist for saying something shitty about a guy. I'm sorry, that's not how the power dynamic works. Those people... Who those people? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just adjusting my tits during this part of the. I actually was. I wasn't listening. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, I'm not saying Rick Sanchez is a racist, but you could say he's anti-Semitic. I think you can be a bigot. I think yeah. see that's the thing is I think you can be a sexist and a woman, and you could be a bigot, and you could be. I mean, just because the, just because bottom rail on top doesn't mean. Look, the dudes that dragged that white guy out of the truck during the LA riots and kicked his head in mm-hmm. were now being fucking up. racist. The cops that were the cops that beat up Rodney King were being fucking racist. You know, so it's it really. I mean, I think there's certainly there's certainly actions. That, okay, yeah, yeah. Fuck this shit. This is oh so God, boring, but I do want to know one thing that I shouldn't bother asking on a recording. But um, what grounds is because you know I do know that Stewart spews vitriol. In such a fashion that it's hard to keep Stephen up Colbert. with, but uh, I was just wondering which which of his racist tirades spurred this reaction. <laughs> oh yeah, what was yeah. this regarding? I don't even know what this was regarding. Exactly. I, I, was he wearing a sombrero <laughs> again and like pushed a lawnmower to work? And since <laughs> <laughs> Sanchez was just like, I'm not taking this anymore. <laughs> Somebody has to speak up, speak truth to power. That's right. That's and right. And take down John Stewart and Pegger too. The, the elite Jewish media. Yeah. John Stewart he make a... has terrorized this country for too long. Giant, giant, uh, um, um, what is it called? I can't even remember our own, the thing with the candles that we lighted Hanukkah. <laughs> Menorah? Yeah, shaped pinata. I was going to say the emperor has no clothes and foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, yeah. All right. No, I, this, can we talk about circumcision? We certainly can. <laughs> can we? I'm not? always up for that. Can we not? That's the question. How can I we just, not? I. It's not something I. I think about a lot. <laughs> I do. I think about Until it a fair. Today. I think I, about it a fair amount. You're a girl, though. I have a friend who's like a staunch. I, no, not female circumcision. No, I mean, you're t- but but you got to deal with those parts. Okay, now. go ahead. I have many thoughts on this subject. Okay, cool. I have a friend who's a staunch anti-circumcision activist and has actually restored his own foreskin. Tugging on his penis very hard. Oh my! Tugging on his penis very hard. God. And um, he goes to the mouse gym and he has them jump up and hang. And and uh, oh. my wife is oh, the mouse, Jim. taking a sexuality class, uh-huh. like for her psychology degree, and she's like, "Yeah, we had a big discussion about circumcision, and um, I had to convince my teammates, you know, or like the little discussion groups about the fact that, like, hey, that's mutilation without consent, and so it's messed up. Like, if you get older and you're like, hey, this is part of my religion, and you decide for yourself, I'm going to cut off my own foreskin, or have the the guy do it, you know, fine. But, like, for parents to do it to their baby boys is messed up. Um, And I have to say, having never really thought about it, I'm kind of getting around to that yeah, but you know what? I just don't. I just haven't got the energy to waste on it. And, and uh, spoiler alert: I don't have a foreskin. But um, it's. I don't. It, I don't recall it as a uh, thanks. Um, I have three. <laughs> you have three. In a jar at home. Um, it's like kind of like I, no. I just I, big for bowl me, of calamari. I can't. Um, I just I just can't bring myself to to waste that kind of energy on it and and I don't recall it but you as had a trauma. Your, you had your daughter circumcised though. Yeah, female circumcision. She was born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fully. Oh, yeah, totally. She's yeah, with fully women. Like, fully like you know Saharan African. Like her genitals yeah. are sewn completely. Yeah. Shut. Well, you got to keep. She got a little pee hole. Yeah. That's it. Well, you got to keep. Got to keep her clean. Got to keep her clean. Bitches in line. Yeah. Got to keep them out of heat. I actually think that uh, it shouldn't be cut, but mostly just because of the reason it used to be. I agree with you. The religion thing. You know, 
Also, how much can it hurt? It's just cutting off your penis skin. Just go ahead and do it to the well, child my, at his bar mitzvah. That's my but like, No, I think it hurts a hell of a lot when you get it done later on. Yeah, well, but, cry me a river. But like I said, <laughs> having gone through the experience against my will, apparently... Um, I just don't care. I don't have any. I don't have any energy. To but the reason for it initially it. was not religious. The reason for the reason for it originally was because of hygiene. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like, I've known a lot of Brits, and I understand the problem. <laughs> but, yeah, my you know, if, used to call one of her boyfriends cheese squeeze, and <laughs> directly because of that. Let's all let's all let's all uh, let's oh all get acquainted with the, with the word smegma. He's killed. <laughs> It's I can, not like I can, I, I can, one out right here. I can smell that. I can smell it from you saying that. I can just like smegma. It's just I'm. I saw this video oh, yeah. online one time of some people oh, like puncturing a boil and all the squirting, and I'm just bringing it back right now. Boo. Okay. Is that anything like bringing sexy back? No. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. If you're into <laughs> no. that sort of thing. The opposite. No. Although earlier today I saw this guy taking sexy away. Right before I right before I saw Megan Fox and Brian whatever her Mrs. Mister Megan Fox. I was. Uh, I also saw a guy who I'm. I was like pretty sure was. Uh, this was the thought process. It, is that Justin Timberlake? I think that fucking is Justin Timberlake. Wait, that's like that's like gay Justin Timberlake. Oh, that's like gayer. Justin Timberlake. And then I was like, you're funny, self. <laughs> I think we should have a we should have a show where they're cars. And it could be Mercedes Fox and Brian Austin Healy. What? I don't know. I don't know who that guy is that I hate him so very much when he shows up. I don't know what you're talking about. Brian Austin Green. Brian Austin Green, that's my wife. Speak into the microphone, honey. By the way, the baby's been up and down the whole time. No, I, I changed her diaper. She was quiet for about five minutes. This is the part I wait for. She's squeaking. <laughs> that was the baby report. This is this is what I tune in for. This is for a red threat. When did you put her down last? Ten minutes ago. Ten minutes ago, people. She did not take a nap at all. No. I, I changed her diaper. I thought that might be the problem. She wants to play. Play! All right, that got us back on track. Well, all right. Was there an agenda? No, we don't have an agenda. Do you need me to stop so you can take care of something? No. Oh, okay. Um, That's what the little woman's for. And I mean Meredith. <laughs> we were talking about... Yeah. Foreskins. Ackerman? No, yes, foreskins. Yeah, Melon Ackerman and her foreskin. So when did you find out that she was a man? Watchmen. Oh, uh, they didn't say Watchmen and a chick. Um... But so now that we don't have to like, now that you know you don't have to make spray cheese out of your willy if you take a shower, what reason would there be to do the snippage? I heard that it's because you know it'll fuck up baby Johnny if it doesn't match Papa. Like first of all, Papa's is old and wrinkled and like twice the size of yours and. Why are you staring at your dad's cock? I think What's it's a dude thing. I think it's I think it's I think it's an uneasy dude thing. Um, I just think it's an uneasy dude thing. It's true. It's true. It's true. It is true. I'm glad that my mom had my had my labias trimmed to match hers because I would have felt weird if I had like seen her spaniel's ears flapping around down there and I and I didn't feel sure that someday. What did this What did this turn into? What did this turn into an episode of Howard Stern? Is it all blown out down there? Can we see? Can we see it? 
sure, it's on my mom's pussy.com. <laughs> Which is probably a site. <laughs> do you ever do that? Do you ever just punch in like, I wonder if there's a site called <laughs> Ask Clinch. <laughs> You're in. Uh, well, actually, we, we got a site out of that a long time ago. Uh, my, my buddy Vic, uh, manhooters.com. Nice. <laughs> but he it wasn't there, so he bought it. That's he, not he fun. Had well, no, but, what's fun is when you find a site that you didn't, know, you know, that you trip onto. Well, oh, I know some like that's how I found people at Walmart. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. Kind of a mean site, though, right? Kinda mean. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think it's kind of a public service announcement. <laughs> but 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 see, you know what though? That's like that's low hanging fruit. I mean, yeah, okay. Which you, which you can get off. Which like, you can get really cheap at Walmart. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Every day, always low price. Oh come always. on, like. Yeah, it's totally, you know, kicking those that are down, but they don't... They no, need to, they it's need kicking to be those with Downs syndrome. Right. Oh, Jesus. I, I would love to make jokes about that, but I'm definitely, if I have kids, they're going to definitely be special. So. Oh, it, I, I, my, my daughter has proved that, that uh, you, die, you can easily dodge that bullet. Really? Oh, yeah. Hmm. I, yeah. Uh, I don't know, but it's like the kind of guys I like. Also, you know, I think that might have, have Down syndrome already. So I think <laughs> that that already, increases you're already dancing close to the fire. <laughs> oh, maybe I should try that pool for dating. I have not tapped the I'm, short bus. I'm sorry, man. It, it's not working out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, if a guy if he has a big enough Johnson, like we could work something out. You oh. know, I could dress him in cute little overalls oh. and. Okay. Um, <laughs> but do you want no, please. the Down syndrome we were, person no, to be No, 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 no. We okay. were talking about we were talking about uh, anything else. <laughs> anything other than having sex with someone with Down syndrome? Right. Circumcised or Oh my god! Although I heard the other. If day, you have any opinions about the circumcision, somebody told a story about. Oh. Was it flappers though? Whose routine is that? I, pre- I pretty much have to remember so I can. Give oh my god! Credit oh my now. god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I know that routine. I've heard that routine. Well, we should cut this part out because that's not fair to mention someone's joke and then not know who it is. No, I'm curious because I know, I know that joke. I know that joke. I know that joke. <laughs> so anyway. Um, so Flappers, you say, isn't this a new club in Burbank? Yeah, Flappers is the new club in Burbank. I'm frightened of it. I'm frightened of it. I've driven by it. I've not been inside. How come you guys fear it so much? I don't fear it at all. I, I'm I, interested, I, actually. I am, I am frightened. Is it because it looks like the Fuddruckers of yeah, Comedy Club? It really clubs? does look like the Fuddruckers of Comedy Clubs. It, it looks like a comedy club. I've heard good things. I, I, you know all what? I know is that, all I know is that when you invited me to when you invited me to go to Flappers the other day, Meredith Jennings often. God damn MJ, it. Mm-hmm. Bloop, bloop. Um... The the what what show were you on that night? Uh, I was I was at the YooHoo room supporting a friend. Okay, okay. So what show was playing on the main stage that night at nine o'clock? On um, Sunday? I think it was. Was it Kyle Dunnigan, the one with the, the what's his name with the fucking? I, I don't know, but it was a gay and lesbian themed comedy show. Ventriloquist act, Jeff Dunnigan. Jeff Dunham? No, Jeff Dunham. Yeah, no, I think it was, it was him. A, I, 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 I looked it up. I looked up the schedule, and it was a gay and lesbian Sorry, themed comedy I show. Sorry, I don't know bad comics name. <laughs> gay and lesbian comedy show, which is there's nothing wrong with that. However, it was called Fruit Cocktail, mm, which does not seem to be advancing the LGBT agenda. Right, right, right. <clears throat> it's um. <laughs> like I was Your rebuttal? Like I was thinking. Um Flappers is like it is like the Fuddruckers of a of comedy clubs and it it's um I did not run into any 
the last few times I've been there, I haven't run into any of the people that we're constantly talking about and big fans of. You're Maria Bamford, Paul F. Tompkins, Eddie Pepitone, you know, not even your uh, Brody Stevens. Like, he might do that place. Enjoy it! Um... (laughs) I could, I see, I could, I could be. There was, I met a bunch of comics there who'd never heard of any of those people. What? Yeah. That's not good, man. That's not good. <laughs> yeah, that's no see, I think, I think the haha people are going over there. I don't know, I don't know that world, but definitely. Well, see, this is the thing is I know some folks who do, and, and that's kind of, that's why it kind of frightens me. Well, who are they? What are you? I mean, it was definitely. Look, this was definitely felt like a lineup of people that um, are aspiring to be on Mad TV. If that makes any sense, like. But that's what I'm saying. That's not the comedy I like or want to hang out with. No, but you know what? It got me thinking though is, um, that's there's a huge. It's a bigger audience for that kind of fare. And I'm personally, I like a challenge. I think it's. I'm curious about what from my my own writing. You know, can I extract that? And right now, the answer is none. But I wonder, like, what I could get into that would be... I just like... uh, I like puzzles. I like strict forms. When I was an undergrad, I was, you know, I was poet. And I really like strict strict, um, meter and pantoums and whatever. It's a challenge. But so I feel like within the the forum at Flappers, you know, you could really raise... Raise your game. Although so, yeah. I saw Pepitone so play some, there one time. You should do Even, some dick jokes in iambic hexameter. Ugh, that's all I do. The when I was <laughs> that's with, all she does. When I was, I'm saying I got to change it up. When I saw Eddie play, um, Van Halen. I was in. Yep. When Eddie Van Halen um, played Flappers Comedy, played Club. Flappers Comedy Club recently. Just locked up the M and M's and the whole yep. thing. He yes, was. It yes, was. Yes, it was interesting yes, to see. He was so good because he's Eddie, but he definitely toned it down. You know, but then there was an act later that I don't even care if they did hear me because, like, they should be ashamed. <laughs> this is an act that I now know what must go on on cruise ships. I've never oh, been. Yeah. I've never been on a cruise ship. I've, I've especially never been on like a. I've extra not been on like a Disney cruise ship, which mm-hmm. seems like where these people would be. But it was a couple, man and wife, that I felt like I was seeing subtitles throughout their improv, air quotes, act, <laughs> which was like, I felt like the subtext was. You know, kill me now before I murder this bitch slash I can't throw up anymore today or I'm going to have a heart attack. Like, she was so beyond anorexically. It was just so canned, so unbelievably canned. I didn't know anyone was really this. It was worse than a sketch. It was more extreme than mm, the way SNL. Because it was actual factual. No, but it was actually like as, you know, then in that case, it was as big as Kristen Wiig would play a cruise boat comedian on SNL and they were for real. And yeah, there's a stereotype for a reason. It was very upsetting to me. You see, that's what frightens me. That's honestly what frightens me. I mean, I, I'm willing to give it a shot because I mean, stage time is stage time, but <clears throat> could it be that it's, could it be that it's too new a venue to have attracted the kind of comics that we are into? It's well, like, I they're, mean, they're booking Eddie was can. in the same lineup. Eddie well, that's was true. Yeah. I yeah. think he's like the start, you know, he's, and but I think he was middle, more. but I, I, yeah, think I think there's some, I mean, but you know what I mean? Like he, I mean, when I say he's the start, like he's the beginning of like, him and, like Jimmy Dore is starting, going to start doing stuff there now. And it's like, they're grabbing these people and convincing them. But yeah, give our venue a try. Um, because, because I would imagine like if I went out and I rented a building and I'm like, I have a comedy club, I'm not going to necessarily grab like all my favorites right off the bat. I'm going to try. Yeah. But but I don't think that's how it is. I mean, comics can't afford 
I don't care to say no. Yeah, none of them. Yeah, Even okay. all of our favorites. Favorites. I think no, they're just getting started. But what it reminded me of is I don't know. I don't know that much about comedy chains yeah. in in uh, America. You can yeah. ask like your you know real actually successful comedian yeah, guests. Comedies. You know, ask Marin or something. But uh, what the chains are here. But I know that because I spent most of my stand up experiences in England and. Mm. There's junglers there, which is like a chain. And if it's sort of like that, then it's kind of a mixed blessing because, you know, it's like at least they have standards and the comics can know they're going to get a big crowd and yeah. you need that and you want that. And But at the same time, it's going to be not as quirky as this sort of fringy stuff. Well, right? I think also... I think you have to have sets ready for both. But, well, yeah, I think there's... Well, mm, I don't know about that, but I think your set maybe needs to... You need to be able to, to read the crowd. But I, I, I think there's a... There's a difference between a venue like the UCB, which is at its heart run by comedians for comedy fans and other comics, where the people that are coming to the show are coming to see, I th- are, are coming to see a very specific kind of comedy. You know, I don't even think of it as a theater. I think of it as an incubator, like the well, entire is, I mean, IO well, and because yeah. even <clears throat> even the audience. So many of us, so many of uh, like when I'm audience, like so many of us are students. That's what I'm saying. So it's all. But that's what I'm saying. It's for comedy fans and comedians, as opposed to a a bar where yeah. where people show up to see comedy. You know, it, it's 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 that, like the musical because I yes I, I was just going to say because in in the music world it's not like except for maybe House of Blues and Hard Rock Cafe there's not really chains right. but um, but even Hard Rock Cafe is to music what you know, flappers is to comedy, kind of. I mean, do they even have performers at Hard Rock Cafe? Sometimes. I'm, th- I'm thinking of, like, the one in Vegas. Right. But, but that's also a casino and hotel, so maybe. House but, of Blues is reasonably cool, though. I mean, my musician friends yeah, would do oh, that. Yeah, that absolutely. Is. It's not a little bit dorky. And I think that's the thing about these big chains. Like, there you go. God knows I want to kiss Flapper's ass as hard as possible and go play there, but I'm saying it's still, oh, it's got it, that corporate, right. it's I don't got have, that corporate right. touch. And there's a difference between yeah. like playing a, a bowling alley or an art space or whatever, like the places yes. I've played, yes. and then going to, and I then also have played the bars, where it's like, okay, we're booking three musicians tonight, we're not going to pay anything, let's be, let's bring be, your audience. Let's be very, very clear. I don't have anything against Flappers. I don't have anything no, against no, no, the no. comedians who play Flappers. I, I just I to me personally no. I don't know how I, I guess I'm, I'm I don't know how I would fit in with that world. Right. Well, know? I think that there's I mean the Yoohoo room is definitely more our like our fringy younger right. Right. newer greener people right. vibe. The main room is for headliners, and I think it probably will, as Brody was saying, get a little bit more concentrated thematically because right now it is very different comics being thrown together. Right. Yeah. But it is new. You know, I think that probably it'll be the nights are going to be more. Like fruit cocktail night, right. Eddie Eddie won't be on that night. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? See, if he was, it would be awesome. Though I I can't speak for any other musician, but I know how when I approach things. Like if there's a place that a lot of people I respect have played, and I've dealt with them before, and I've done shows there, you know, that's one thing. And then like if a new venue opens up in town, like the people who could be running it could be completely shady, and they're not going to pay you. Uh, when they say they would, and the audience will suck, and like you just don't know, and it's like Flappers has not been around long enough to uh, you know have any credibility. You know what the problem is is the not fucking saying... name. It's the name is the problem. But because that's, but that... the room is not dissimilar to the improv. I like to throw in a double negative at least once an hour. Sure. It's you know right, it's, I followed you. It's uh it's actually a nice. The main room is yeah. nice. It's like it looks like fun to play. I yeah. mean, and the small room is totally. 
our speed. Well, I'm and sure the space. See, it's not about the space. I don't think it's about the space. It's but the crack. name makes it sound like it makes. It just sounds. Right. No flappers just well, but it, but I mean, do they have street cred yet? No. Just yeah, they have cred. street cred. And but how is something <laughs> called flappers ever going to be Largo? It's right, not, and right. I guess it doesn't right. want to be. Right. Like right. the Cheesecake Factory is not trying to be competitive with the Ivy. Right. The music on this episode, besides that penny whistle in the beginning by Gene, is the soundtrack to the movie El Topo. Both the film and the music are by Alejandro Njodorowski. There was a computer-related catastrophe mid-taping. We pick up after somewhat recovering from that. Let's just keep going for this. I don't care. They don't care. Okay. (laughs) Our listeners are a bunch of assholes. I don't fucking care. I don't fucking care. No, that's not true. So where we last left off is about flappers, if we want to... What what, what part? Basically... You know what? I don't... Flappers is awesome. Look, we just had a technical snafu. Let's just be out about it. No, I don't want to. And I need to... I'm going to have so much... It's going to be amazing if I can even retrieve that last thought from my skull because it was semi... Intelligent. No, it was. We were talking about what a bummer it is that Greg Giraldo died, so you missed that. So go cry for a while and then come back, and then you'll be where we are. Yeah. It sucks that Greg Giraldo died. Sucks. Yeah. yeah. It's been a hard year in comedy. If you're Robert Schimmel and Greg Giraldo, especially. Yeah. Right, or Andrew Koenig. Yep. That's true. Yep. See, I think of him as more on the production side. Um, I think that was part of the problem. Well, I think intentionally. Too, too, I mean, too soon? No, I don't think it's too soon. Um, speaking of too soon, did you guys hear about um, the tweet that Gilbert Gottfried uh, put up? I, I, I right uh, after Greg Giraldo. Let me see. Passed. Let me, let me let me see if I can remember it. Well, see, I don't know. See, I didn't actually see it. I didn't actually see it. So I need. It to was like something along. I think it was. Drop in flashback music and then you. I need to do that. All right. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to screw up your production design. That's okay. Oh my god. So what is it? If if. I yeah. think that Greg would have been all for it. It Let's was something like. Can we find the tweet? Yeah, find the tweet. Okay. So I'm actually reading it off a copy as opposed to just. Well, I think it is Monkey Boy now. Hey, and then also, after you find that tweet, pull up the Casper Hauser podcast and Let's play listen us to listening to the William Shatner <laughs> one on oh, acid because yeah. it's brilliant. Oh, we should do a podcast that's reviewing podcasts. They've done that. Who are they? People do that. If Greg Giraldo is cremated, will that be the Greg Giraldo roast? That was pretty good, too. And uh, Again, do it one more time. Do it one more for coverage. Let's go again for coverage. Yeah. I was thinking, if Greg Giraldo is cremated, would that be the Greg Giraldo roast? That was good. That one was good. Okay, you know, it's Again, the more you squunch your yeah. face up, the you better gotta do it. you No, you got you to gotta hunch the shoulders and you got to squint the eyes. It's important. Somebody else, somebody else uh, wrote one that I thought was funny. I don't know who wrote this. You have to check me. Twitter, but uh, it was a top tweet. Uh, they wrote uh, "roast in peace." It's cute. It yeah, was, whatever. Works better in print. Yeah, I don't like it. Disrespectful. Uh, <laughs> I just want to know what the drug combination was. I just want to check if it's what <laughs> I'm on. Yeah. And how much more of it do I have to take to escape this infernal mortal coil? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Shuffle off this mortal coil. Hey, at least he wasn't, you know, at least he wasn't found, like, autoerotic asphyxiated or whatever. I don't I think there's actually, like, 
I got to hand it to David Carradine on that one. I think that's a pretty fly way to go. <laughs> You're like 80-something and surrounded by Thai hookers or whatever it was. Were they were they tight? Were they were they lady boys? You know, even better, <laughs> even better. Um, I don't understand why anyone we... over the age of eighty dies of natural causes. <laughs> actually, you know, there's so. <laughs> m- I mean, you're, when you know you're going to go, every tweet that Hugh make Hefner a point. Puts, every right. every tweet that Hugh Hefner puts out, I expect is going to be the last one. <laughs> yeah, and he tweets. He he does tweet like an eighty five year old man. Won't it kind of be disappointing for for the world if Hugh Hefner doesn't die while having sex? Like, isn't that kind of... I don't believe for a minute that, like, the current crew of bunnies he has around are doing anything other than, like, helping him up the stairs. Giving him warm milk. You know, yeah. They're probably giving him foot massages and doing his taxes. I don't know. Maybe they're they're contractually obligated to have their, you know, have his penis in their mouth for, like, ten minutes a day. Right, while taking... Regardless of anything happening. While doing his taxes. (laughs) While doing his taxes. I hear hear a lot of those girls are great tax preparers. I would love it if, like, once the doors are closed on the mansion, you know, Hef's like, all right, good night, guys. I got to save what energy I have left for the rest of the evening plans. The door's shut. You know, he gets in his wheelchair and just exhausted... They roll him up to put on some gay porn. You know, he just <laughs> cruises with that. And, like, the girls all put on their, you know, like, their uh, horn rim glasses and put their hair in ponytails and begin, <laughs> begin like, either knitting or I filing. Exactly, <laughs> I bet you that's exactly what happens, dude. But then there's a camera at the window, and all of a sudden they all whip off the, the right, natural clothes, and they're like, types. pillow fight! Right, right, right. <laughs> Right, they have like their they have to they have to shrug out of their sweats into like yeah, into their right. peignoirs and and merry widows <laughs> and other outdated forms of lingerie. I wish this is, it's going to be sad. Man. It's sad that television is dead. It's you know it's funny because I'm old enough to already have kids, but like I imagine that I'm gonna have. I still think like I'm gonna have kids someday. You know, like in twenty you years. Have, you live in Los right, Angeles when I'm like, fucking fifty. Women have babies later here. Anyway, when I've had my little tarred army, I'm just thinking that they're never going to know what, um, you know, television is. And I think the lack of choice was a beautiful thing. My brother and I, this is totally a fucking in my day story. My brother and I used to uh, sneak out of our rooms down to the family room with the television. A television was this box that only could play entertainment and you couldn't even control the 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 timing it was like you had to sync your schedule to the television's programming i know it's like imagine if youtube um or hulu there was only one stream and it it was a long loop of like 18 25 programs in a row and that looped all the, and you couldn't fast forward or rewind or anything you couldn't skip i know it's probably incomprehensible but that's how it was and so we would sneak down and we would put on the television the 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 limited computer uh, with computer. with no interface and uh, it's a volume and we would watch like whatever we damn well were forced to watch and we'd like it and so it would be awful. So you sn- <laughs> snuck downstairs and watched Meet the Press? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> we would sneak downstairs and watch Elvira or we would watch um, Gilbert Gottfried. That's coming Or back, you know who I loved, like who got me interested in comedy was Alan Havey. The Alan Havey show. Where's that guy? He was brilliant. Anyway. I'm not familiar with him. Um... I thought Alan I seem to remember seeing his name somewhere. Alan Havey became a woman and then went into politics. Alana. Alana Havey. So, yeah, I I think there's too much much choice. But what I was actually trying to get into earlier... Well, you know, said freedom of choice is what you've got. Freedom from choice is what you want. 
D- Dino Maybe. said that? Dino. Yeah, Dino. <laughs> Dean really? Martin. All I ever heard... D- oh, I thought you Devo. meant... Oh, I thought you meant, like, Dino, the Flintstones pet. Oh. <laughs> no. It was That's his, what he was saying, the subtitle. It was his birthday two You turn on ago. captions. I love it when there's <laughs> birthdays for imaginary characters. <laughs> Look... <laughs> Jackie Gleason is not an imaginary character. I was wondering oh. what celebrity was going to get thrown into that. Well, the honeymooners. I wish that Jiminy. I wish that Martin Short would actually put on the weight and just become Jiminy Glick. <laughs> I think he really is Jiminy Glick. I don't think the fat suits are immaterial. I think that's Martin Short. I think that's his no. The fat suits material. It's no, I mean, I think of... I think that's his personality. I think that's actually what Martin Short is really like. Yeah, I hope so. But he's a lot smaller in person, though, right? Well, yeah, he's he not. was small enough to go in Dennis. Yeah, exactly. Quaid's veins. Yeah, that wasn't. Those were all practical effects. Oh, I think we had that the other way around. Remember when you would see something like the original Tron and think that the effects were just badass? Right. My Tron God. was badass. The original Tron was badass. I'm excited for the new Tron, though. Yeah. New Tron have you seen the, the uh, new Tron dance. Have you seen the? I'm just burning doing the new Tron the, dance. Uh, really? I thought it was chlamydia. Hello. <laughs> have you seen the the? Sorry. Big Lebowski Tron mashup online where they uh, no, but again <laughs> the big Tronbowski where it's uh, lines from Big Lebowski dubbed over new scenes from the new Tron. No, but I know what I will forget to do later tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to say something about cool uh, in this nerd forum. A, I've never been a geek before, and I'm really loving it. I really am. I'm very excited to be a comedy nerd. But you're an artist, right? Yeah. See, artists are geeks too. But I'm not like uh, pretentious. I don't think that. But you don't have to be pretentious to be a geek. I just think oh. artist. No, you have to be pretentious to be an artist with floop floops. But no, I don't know. I mean, people might mistake us for geeks, I but we are actually. I think it's a kind of geekery. That like we're like the Illuminati. <laughs> I think it's a of kind of cool. geekery that's more socially acceptable. I think musicians and artists are are as, as geeky. Actually, artists are cooler than musicians, and it's because we don't adhere to one uniform. You know who I got to hand it to, even though he never calls me back, is Moshi Kasher, because he did a great article the other day um, about his fashion choices and like fashion advice. He was promoting it himself on his Twitter feed, so just go check that out. But uh, he makes the point... See, this is why I'm useless to man nor beast, because I think that... He's really cool because he's completely rejected all, all uh, status symbols of. I mean, he looks retarded. He looks like a fucking idiot grandpa, and it's hot. Like it's working for him. Yeah. You know, he's got hair pants, and it's working out. Like he gets some hair pants. Well, I can only assume from the hair I see, like on the rest of his body. <laughs> oh, oh, hair pants like his physical. Yeah, he's a satyr. He's not. He's like not, the great god Pan. Yeah, he's not doing the manscaping. That is so hip with all the other heterosexual Keep your balls men. Cool. <laughs> I have I have a bit about that now. I'll tell you about it later. Anyway, um he <laughs> You're stealing my ball cooling off bit? No, it's what? to do with um Go ahead, continue. And the Republicans believe that ball cooling is a man. <laughs> well, ball warming is a man. <laughs> I wanna talk about our new planet, but I was gonna say really quickly about cool about coolness. Um I've been thinking about, I'll just do my brain and we'll see if anyone else can follow. Okay. Like kids are assholes. Everyone's turned stupid. 
there's religious based, basically religious based wars that are, you know, it's either over oil or, okay, I was t- I'm trying to get into like the common, the, the relationship between what is cool and, um, changing social mores, I suppose is the word I'm looking for. I don't know. Gene, correct me if I'm wrong, but, um, what I've been looking at recently from my watchtower with the gun is like that people, you know, what's, what used to be cool cannot work anymore. And it's in a funny coolness is in a funny place because you can't be cool anymore by smoking cigarettes and riding a motorcycle that pumps shit into the, into the air. And we all know is causing the, you know, that farce that is global warming, uh, which, you know, of course is not, not real, but until we're, until we're proven wrong on that, uh, from not burning to death in another million years, you know, kids are not, kids know too much to be the same kind of assholes we were and more power to them. But I've been concerned, how do you be cool anymore? Right. And what's that going to do to people? And, uh, and then I kind of was also looking at how the role of men and women has shifted and how, uh, guys are, like in Sweden, it's actually required that men take maternity leave, like paternity leave when they're, or they lose it. It's like a month. And if they don't take it, the wife can't have it. They lose it. Stuff like that. A lot of other countries are getting like that. Um, and I'm just curious, kind of, I don't think that we're going to see the kind of cool that bred the Fonzie ever again. I don't think that we can't go that way. I've been thinking that Verhoeven might be, this is just off the cuff, but like, I'm thinking he might have the best sort of vision of how to be cool in the future. And I'm thinking that his sort of starship, starship troopers ask, you know, be fit, be good at what you do, like actually be a rad person, not just a poser right. that we used to think is cool. We, we were really assholes is what I'm saying. And our parents were bigger assholes. Gene, you want to respond to well, that's Heinlein's vision of cool. Is it? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Of course yeah. it is. Um, <clears throat> of course. Right. Yeah. But I mean, Verhoeven, cause Verhoeven put it. I was just thinking of the visuals really, yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah. Like the the hipness of it, but but of course I'm, I love. Robert I think Heinle. part of the problem is is also cool is completely manufactured in this country because we have had nothing really to be cool. I was listening to um, uh, NPR uh, the other day, driving in. <laughs> you know what's going to be cool is this conversation. <laughs> you, well, wait, wait, wait! And they were talking about how the the midterm voter turnout is less among folks that students, especially that voted for Obama. Yeah. Because there's not a, hey, let's elect a black president at stake. It's just a shitty midterm election, and Obama's been kind of getting knocked around in the press. And, you know, there's this impression that he's not doing enough or whatever and all this other BS. So it's not exciting. It's not a fabulous and exciting um, election. And that, to me, is the problem. The problem is in this country we have this... There are places in the world where cool things happen all the time because of of necessity. Um, you know, people make generators out of garbage because they live in a country where they have to. Right. You know, people walk 100 miles to the hospital carrying their injured father because they have to. This is a country where our cool has essentially been manufactured. The fact that you brought up Fonzie is a really interesting point. Wait a second, but what's cool in the places that I wouldn't begin to I'm know? just saying, those those kind of things... Do they even have cool no, in I, struggling but I think, I villages? Think, <laughs> I, think, I think the difference is, the difference is, is, is something, is, you know, depending on what your, what your vision of cool is... Is I think that there's our vision of cool is essentially a Mountain Dew extreme sports 
Fonzie, you know. Or or Bruce Willis, action hero. Whatever. Like, I mean, yeah. Any it's still manufactured. It's still manufactured. Pretty boy role. It's yeah. still it's still manufactured, whereas cool used to be something you did and were and not something that you saw on a TV and tried to emulate necessarily, you know? And I, I think part of that is it's not cool to vote in a midterm election, so we're not going to do it. And it's like, but you realize that this is still an extension of exercising your democratic freedom and you need to pay attention to this stuff, even though you're not being like cool and electing a black guy. It's like, you know, that's, that to me is kind of the, the, underlying problem of cool in this country well i mean in america like because we've had so much luxury we've been able to our egos have been able to be fueled so much that we're image driven right. and even a political movement like the obama election was image enhancing to the people that promoted it the oh people yeah, yeah, that yeah got behind you were it. cool because so you your were ego was involved even doing the right thing yeah but right. that's where i'm curious right is like there needs to be more of that, you know, until it turns back into integrity. Well, cool is doing things and cool is not being things. Cool is not opposed and cool. That's, that's my point. My point is, 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 you know, cool should not be opposed. You know, it, it should be, it should be not, it should not but be But I something. think it's going to have to be in order to transition. I uh, think that. That's my point. My point is, is everywhere in the world is, everywhere in the world being and doing things is more cool than buying the, Correct sports drink or hanging out in the right clothes or... Or, you know, looking like a Twilight fan. I mean, Right, whatever And is. I have to say, I, I'm very biased. I'm a big Anglophile and I lived there for a while and was married to a Brit. And it really, means you like things that are angular, right? They were pretty soft around the edges, actually. But the thing I noticed is, like, I was reading, an article, in, I was reading an article in the Newsweek yesterday about um, men men's roles in American society shifting and... Um, and, you know, how little is being asked of men right now, or at least that's the perception, yeah. largely. And a lot of men are taking advantage of it. And Well, they think they're taking advantage, but they're actually stunting their own development. They're, men are not men in the sense that they, you know, used to be in a way. But it also can never go back. Men cannot ever be, again, the sole provider that gets a lot of his identity from, you know, this machismo, but is, is backed up by what he does. Like, in the article talked about what you just said, that it's, you know, taking pride in what you do. And, um, you know, I just am really interested that metrosexual is, again, it's pastiche. Like, that's about looking – metrosexual really is code for, like, slightly feminine-looking, you know, dress or, or manner of styling. Right. And well, it's got it's, nothing I, to do with, like, I what think really it's, is going to have to shift. What I'm saying is I think that we're going to end up – we're going to have to shift more like England. In England, I don't – when I was at least in London, living in London, I never heard – I knew guys that were just fundamentally – these were non-issues. Like, the, a couple with a baby, they both work. The bit, like there's just not those roles that we're not um, yeah. our roles here are still so much more uh, pushed to the extremes the expectation okay. do you follow them yeah I don't because I I mean having a baby and sharing in the responsibilities of the baby I, I think there's a you know I think that there's I think people do things the roles in our house we both work we both take care of the baby. You know, I clean up the bit. I, I mean, I, I do the cooking. But you're just two people. I'm talking about, like, national trends. But know? I think that's the way. But see, I think that's the way it, it kind of has to be if, you know, we don't have the big extended family where kids, I mean, most people That's don't. not what the numbers show, according to the Newsweek um, research. It, they're showing that um, women who work full-time and the men are unemployed still do twice as much housework and childcare. I think that's because... 
you know, it's chicks, man. <laughs> no, I, this I, is what I'm saying is going to have to change. This is what I'm saying is. But I honestly, be, I honestly think too. I, I really I'm not saying think, in a complaining way. Well, I can I'm speak saying. to this because I've been in that position um, for quite a while. My wife was the breadwinner, and um, me trying to break into television writing, you know, which they don't exactly hand those jobs out, you know, once you get here. Um, yeah, I've had I've had bouts of unemployment. Wait, you didn't get your letter? No. You didn't get the golden ticket? Shit. I've got a golden ticket. That must have made things hard for you around here. A wee bit. That's why he's in reality TV. Yeah. Mm. So, um... It's like getting your SAG extra card. Yeah. Um, I, I for sure was not in my household, and I'm sure as the only boy in my household with three sisters, I was spoiled, for sure. Um, I recognize that now. And I wasn't necessarily taught... Um, the things that you do to keep up a house. I've kind of had to learn those later in life. Um, and yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it was at a point where my wife was kind of like, you know, since you're not working and I am working and like, I shouldn't have to work all day and then come home and do a bunch of stuff. And so I, yeah, I, <laughs> nice. I stepped up. And, Where'd she keep your balls, bro? Yeah. Your purse. And who I am now as opposed to who I was 10 years ago, yeah, I'm a lot more responsible. I do a lot more shit around the house now um, to the point where, like, when we're both working, it's right. crazy. I'm like, hey, I know you got used to, like, me being, like, the dude at home, but, like, now that, I'm, right, now that I'm commuting every day to Century City and I'm out of the house, you know. Yeah, well, we both work, but Tish really, really wants things in a much near cleaner state than I do, so yeah. she's welcome to do that. And then the, the compromise was we, we got cleaning people, so... Right. We bring people in once every, you know, couple of weeks to, to clean the house. So, and those are men that you bring in. To no, clean they're them? women. <laughs> Although, you know, I'm, I'm sure kidding. they have some dudes. Actually, she did talk to some guys that do clean. Was he like uh, Hank Azaria in the Birdcage? <laughs> yes. You can subscribe to Shaky Town Radio on iTunes. Simply search for Shaky Town Radio. You can visit our constantly updated blog at shakytownradio.com. Our Facebook fan page link can be found there, or you can simply go to facebook.com slash shakytownradio. Our Twitter address is at shakytownradio. Our email address is shakytownradio at gmail.com. You can send us a voicemail at 6666-SHAKE or 66667-4253. That's the same number. We One quick thing we have to quickly just touch on. Uh, go ahead. And that is I want to know um, what your reaction is to our new planet. On the new planet. Earth, I, I, Earth 2. Earth 2. It's not. It's in the. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. First off, it's, thank you very it's much for at listening. At least three times as massive as Earth. Is it? Yes. Um, it's it's in the it's in the the habitable zone, the the water bearing zone of um, uh, it's a red dwarf star, red giant star, red dwarf star. My understanding is it's within the orbit of Mars. Um, it's within the orbit. Well, yeah, it would be within Mars's orbit. Okay. No, in in this in our solar system. Yes. Are you are you? I, this is something I don't know. I think you're. I thought you're talking about the exoplanet we found. No, Gaia or whatever it's called, like G something something. All right, I gotta look this up because that. that Do you know be, what I'm talking about, Brody? I might be calling I, bullshit I, uh, on you. I'd seen like a little blurb about it, but I'd not. And it's before. like it faces only one side. It's, it's like, like Gliese fifty eight. Yeah, that, that, that's not in our solar system. It's not? No, it's an exoplanet. You say that like I should have known that. Yeah, you it's should It's 1,500 light years from... It's an exoskeleton. Exo, exoplanet. It's an out planet that is outside our solar system. It's interesting because it's, it's so close to us, and it's within... 
it's 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 a similar kind of planet to Earth, but it's very close to us, which means if we have one planet that's in a water-bearing zone that could theoretically support water, which mm-hmm. means to us life, that means that the chances of there being another planet... It's only 20 light years away. It is. It's very close. It's well within our neighborhood, but obviously it would still take hundreds and hundreds of years to get there. Yeah, but the point is, like, we might not have to go extinct. I mean, well, Stephen that's not, Hawking... But, well, we could build, we could build space habitats and, and we'd be fine, but... I but, don't know if we would have the technology or the... the how would you keep the... Um, Supplies going with that. You'd have to build sustaining space habitats. You'd have to build something big enough where you could. Yeah, that sounds hard. It does sound very, very difficult. Stephen Hawking says that we have 300 years to get this together. We have 300 years to get this together. That was racist. You know who racist against wheelchair dudes? You know who we should get on this is uh, Hugh Hefner's bunnies. Oh, yes. God, you're right. That's they probably what they're working on. Yeah, yeah. That's what why they're... you can't get into That's the, uh, why they the call them airheads. <laughs> I get it now. But but yeah, but no, it's still great. It's still a great discovery because it's um it's not as it's not as keen as everyone thinks it is, but it is a a planet that's within the ballpark of our size, within the habitable zone of a star that's very very close. So, because up till now what we've been finding are these supermassive, you know, things that perturb the orbits of their stars to the point like Jupiter sized or multi-Jupiter sized exoplanets. Uh, my this cousin, is more manageable. Is that what you're saying? This is much more in the ballpark. This well, is like. And what about the part where I heard that? And I'm, it's I'm so ignorant that it's amazing I can even formulate the questions that I ask. But I underst- as I don't understand it, the like the moon where one side faces all locked. the time. It's tidally locked. locked. So in other words, it faces the same. And it I slowly rotates, side, but it faces the same direction of, of its star, which is a sure. red dwarf. And the side that we, the side that has sun. Mm-hmm. So, so theoretically, if we were to move there, there'd never be night. Well, wait. If we move there, in theory, depending on what the atmosphere is like, it they could have it's no like atmosphere. Alaska. It could have no atmosphere at all. It's very cold. They said it could have no atmosphere at all. Okay. Which means it would be very, very hot on the side that faces the sun, and very, very cold. On oh, the side having that no faces atmosphere away. makes it super. Oh, that's why the ozone hole. Absolutely, it's all Ven- coming together. Venus has a shitload of atmosphere, which is why it's a a giant hellhole, and why it's the sexiest. Mars one. has no. It's all moist down there. Um, and Mars has almost no atmosphere, which is why it's a cold dust ball. Earth has just right. So, But you can make atmosphere. They did it in Biodome. They did it in Aliens, too. Um, it's what we call a shake and bake. Time. And they did it in Total Recall. They did. remember the eyes were like, bursting out. Mars. <laughs> That's my impression of Arnold. That was also really good. Out. I think that was good. Um, so, so, yeah, the short answer is... It's it's well within the ballpark where it could be something that we could live on, like, in a shitty fashion or a really shitty fashion, depending <laughs> on, how, on how bad it is. Because if it has an atmosphere, it's still going to be really hot on one side and really really cold on the other. Um, and would but you could have be night con- or not? You would have a... Well, it does rotate very, very slowly, so... so uh, but, it would be like Alaska, is what they were saying. Well... Yeah, the, the 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 nights and days would be very very long, and or you you're gonna have a twilight band around the outside where it's partially Always. night, partially yeah, it's gonna be dusk the whole time. So depending that on that would be you, where the hipsters if, live. If you yeah. haven't if you have an atmosphere, it could there could be convection which carries warmth to the other side of the planet uh-huh, and makes good chicken. Yes, good chicken. Yes, and cakes. Didn't know that. Um, Did you know that you can cook in your dishwasher sure. if you're 
A redneck? Go on. <laughs> no, no, you can, uh, you, uh, especially fish. That's how that's I made the Thanksgiving turkey this year. You may you be a redneck. Not. You, you're not for sure, but you just might be a redneck. I don't think you could say might be a redneck because I think that's I, the he's copyrighted. Uh, yeah, I actually think that you have. to It's write possible a check you're now. a redneck. If these criteria are it's met. It's conceivably possible that you are the derogatory slang term. Anyway, cracker. Yes, the market's open on cracker. So, so what I'm hearing is that there are giant furry rhinos mm-hmm. running the plains of giant Alaska where there is no night. Mm-hmm. And that we're going to well, go there in my lifetime. No, there's furry rhinos on, there's furry vampire rhinos on one side. Okay. There in the is dark? Lizardy rhinos. Why would the there be? Side. Why would there be lizards? Because it's hot on the other side. Oh, it's the hot. side that faces the sun is always warm. The side right. that faces the not the sun. No, but they said even the warm side is like Alaska in good weather. So the cold side. I is think like, there's. I think you're. I think there's some wild ass speculation going on here because, like I said, that's my favorite kind of. Speculation. It may not. Be, it, it may not have an atmosphere, which would totally change the. Can we ca- give it an atmosphere? Yes. Should we handle that on the next podcast? If you have some good music, the right furniture. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Something with a theremin. Right. You play the Bangles song, Venus. Yeah, then you have some some atmospheres. Was that Bangles or It was. You're right. You're right. Called out. I did. Before I even had time to correct myself. Boo. We hate to retract things on the podcast. (laughs) I love to. The rest of it's such a smooth (laughs) operation. Brody loves to. I love disclaimers. Oh, man. Doing the bumpers for this show is going to kill me. (laughs) Anyway, uh, what does that even mean? What do we now's the part when we say everything we talked about, right? That's what I'm saying. That's my favorite part of the show. Oh, all right, thank you. we'll do that. I we've been we've been that. we've been doing uh, we've been doing that with the guests lately, anyway. So yeah. so I guess we should wrap and then we'll we'll do that. Do that. So, in conclusion, mjoften.com. No, 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 no. That's my old political cartoon. But if you look up. My email is mjoffen at Yahoo, and with that, you can find uh, me on Facebook or Twitter or other places on the web. And my full long-ass name, Meredith Jennings Offen, is if you want to find Is there a hyphen in that? Is all run together? hyphenated, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but just if, you're, have, you, you, if you, you have any fucking interest in me whatsoever, Facebook me, and then I'll, like, link you to art or whatever. I like how aggressive you got. Crap. I like how I like how you're, like, daring people. Just I fucking whatever if you yeah, want to. Yeah, and also, to, like, if you know a single guy that's not a douchebag, like... We're trying to set her up. She's a nice up. girl. And she's looking for a nice man. No, a chick also, like, either way. I'm or a hot chick. I, she doesn't have to be that hot. I think you, you know. I kind of, just not, I'm not into the femmes, really. Like, I'm. Oh, really? Mm, yeah, I'd, I prefer the andro. Oh, okay. All right, all right. That's in fact, either way, diesel, either way, men or diesel. women. If you're an androgynous man or woman looking for a so, date. So David Bowie's circa 1974. Mm-hmm. Hit me up on the FB. <laughs> on the FB? Is that the what the kids are calling it these days? Uh, it is now. Thank well, you, thank you for whatever this was. Yes, thank you. you. No, thank well. you. No, this was this. It was, was the best whatever it, it was. It was that I've ever had the best whatever that Brody's ever had. Uh huh. I've enjoyed your beard throughout this conversation. <laughs> Brody has a Brody does have a massive beard. Yeah. That, is, that is rather awesome. Yeah, he has like an Eric the Viking beard. <laughs> thank you to Gilbert Gottfried for stopping by. It's all I do. I I just don't have anything to do. It's a Saturday. It's nice day out. I was kind of morphing into the Revolution. <laughs> no, I don't want to do any more Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs>
when I do impressions on the show, it just really makes me want to die. I'm Brody Foster Hubbard. I'm Gene George. I'm MJ Offen. All right, guys, seriously, though, can I just have my money because I got to go?